0: Don't, 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 be kind
1: podcasting presents House of Kim with Kim Zolciak-Beerman. Join Kim, her husband, and six children as she shares her journey to success and the positive mentality that brought her here. Come on in and make yourself at home. Now here's your host, Kim Zolciak-Beerman. Welcome back, you guys, to a brand new episode of House of Kim. If you're just joining us, take a seat and get ready to enjoy our conversations, be inspired, and increase your own positivity. Okay, you guys, there's a lot to talk about in general, there's lots of catching up we have to do. There's lots of things I have to say. Let's just jump into Ariana's birthday. Hello, everyone. Oh, <laughs> just say hi.
0: I am. I'm saying hi. Hello, everyone. Should I introduce you? No, you should absolutely not. Because-
1: hi, my podcast partner is Croy Bierman, which is so funny. <laughs> um, okay, you guys, I just want to jump into things. Listen, one thing I do want to touch base on right now. And it's not even on my piece of paper, okay? Because I do try to stay organized. Um, is everybody's like, I can't believe you didn't get into why you stopped your podcast. We did. They want details. Oh, they want details. I don't know what they want the juice. Yeah, they want the juice. They want the so meat. So there was a couple things, I think, right? I think without, you know, for me personally, just me personally, so much going on with COVID, kids going to school, kids being out of school too. Like if if one person, say KJ's class, because KJ's out of school right now, again, for 10 days, because somebody sent their kid to school with COVID. If the dad has it, you should probably keep the kid home. Like all of our kids had to stay home because of Brielle and Ariana. You don't send your kid to school if a sibling or a parent has COVID. Well, somebody did. I don't know who it is, but it's probably better that way. (laughs) And so KJ's out of school. So. KJ would go to school, for example, or the twins were out of school, whatever, and so that was kind of a struggle and a juggle. Yeah. Also, don't be tardy was on, and this is on a side note, you guys. And I, you know, I have like fleeting thoughts, but in my notes here today, because we've we've worked on this podcast, my assistant Nikki, who we'll talk about in the future, Croy, everybody, we've all worked on this podcast and getting a little bit more organized because I do have such fleeting thoughts. And in the podcast here, they want to recap. Nikki thinks, and Croy I think it's, it's a great idea to recap Don't Be Tardy Season 9.
0: A fast recap. A fast recap. Yeah.
1: I'm not interested. Okay. I don't want to do it. I don't- Fuck I don't.
0: We're not doing it then.
1: No, babe. I So I want to know if <laughs> you guys want us to recap like some of the stuff that you didn't see on Don't Be Tardy, or is it like Too Far Gone, it aired a month ago, and- old news it's old news maybe i want your thoughts house yeah. of kim at kim Zolciak.com.
0: yeah well and kim and i we really try to listen to your guys's feedback and we were we were hearing hearing the noise of you know we, we were kind of getting off track a little bit with timing and, and and missing a couple here and there and so we are dedicated to delivering you guys quality content and we didn't feel like we were able to do that uh for a couple of different reasons one uh, on our front uh, some other fronts that um
1: I'll tell you guys, you know what? Honestly, I wasn't all that positive, right? I wasn't feeling like super positive. I was feeling a little bit overwhelmed. I have Salty K that's amazing and super successful. We have huge, huge shit happening with Cab Cosmetics. Um, Cashmere is just always going to be my first baby. The kids in and out of school. I had a procedure that changed my life and made me feel so amazing. For a couple years, as you guys know, I just... I just didn't feel my best, right? I would have- Something was
0: bogging you down. Yeah, something
1: was just, I wasn't my best. I wasn't 100%. I couldn't figure out what it was, prayed about it, figured it out. I'm not fucking sharing it. At least right now, I'm not. And I was in LA for a little while. It was the best thing I could have done for myself. And I had no idea how actually serious it was until they got in there. So that's that. And then after that happened, I was like, holy shit, I feel amazing. This is the best thing I could have ever done for myself. Pissed I didn't do it two years prior. So anyways, I I think going through that kind of just, I really put, uh, my family will always come first. Health for all of us is number one. And I think that if I can't, you can feel my energy through this mic. I feel, right? I can feel people's energy. Um, When I listen to them on the radio or uh, I love audible, love fucking audible and the energy that people like Rhonda, who reads the secret, Mm -hmm. her energy and her voice, like she puts me to sleep. Like she's amazing, which putting me to sleep is a good thing because I can't sleep very well. But anyway, um, so that's why there's other things involved with just the company and just other things. But at the end of the day, like we took a break because we didn't feel like we were delivering a hundred percent. My heart wasn't totally in it um just because of some of the stuff that was going on. And then the kids being out of school, so we'd have to homeschool for 10 days, then they're back in school. Only two of them are out, two of them are going, you know, et cetera. So there's really nothing more to it, like nothing there's nothing crazy because, like I said last week, we own the podcast. It wasn't like somebody removed it, right? I don't own, don't be tardy. Um, on Bravo. We're executive producers. We don't own Don't Be Tardy, for example, right? right? Yeah. So, that's different, but but the podcast we do. So, I hope that answers some of your questions yeah. more thoroughly. I think it does. Um, I am so stoked that you guys are so happy that we are back. I... Did see that you guys were a little bit perturbed with the yelling, I guess. They felt like we were yelling. Yeah,
0: we, we're, we're adjusting the audio levels. We got some new mics uh, so you guys can hear us nice and clear. Uh, trying a couple of different things. So I think we got them figured out. You let us know if, if we're still too loud. But
1: uh, You're so sweet.
0: It's just the levels. You got to get those audio levels well, just Well, if you were right. too
1: loud, turn your fucking volume down on your um, headphones or something. Yeah,
0: you could do that too or... You go, you want everybody to be balanced. So I think right. I think we got it. If if we don't, let us know. I know you guys will, and, and we'll keep adjusting for you.
1: Okay, you guys, let's jump right into you know, here's here's a couple of things we're gonna cover on this podcast, right? Um We were wavering on going over the top for Ariana's birthday. Of course we did.
0: Yeah, you did.
1: Oh, me? Okay. <laughs> and it cost us big time within 24 hours of giving her ass a huge surprise gift. Okay, you're not even going to believe the story. When I tell you, I didn't share this anywhere on my social media. I knew, I knew something like this was going to happen. Okay.
0: just had a feeling.
1: We're going to talk about cash. He had reconstructive surgery on his face because of the dog bite a couple years prior. It was one of the scariest events of our entire lives, but he got a call video from one of the biggest celebrities in the world, which made everything just seem okay. So we're going to get into that.
0: Yeah. And it really helped, uh, Flip the script on kind of how everybody was feeling.
1: No, everybody was feeling, yeah. you guys. Hopefully I can keep my shit together when I play the, the video for you guys. You'll hear the audio because it's it's a pretty incredible message. We had the most amazing night with the twins glamping sleepover. That's why we're never going to do it again. <laughs> and Please don't. No, never again. <laughs> and Croy won't get a... Why can't I say it? Croy won't get his off get off his ass because and that's I. not really true. And Croy will not get off his ass, so we still have nine Christmas trees in our house. Really, no, really? No, you guys are gonna just just oh wait, just wait. That's gosh. why I can't really say it. That's why I'm fumbling oh over my, my words because gosh. Croy works from sun up to sundown.
0: We all do. We're yeah, kicking no. ass over here, taking names.
1: Okay, you guys. So. We're going to do this family update thing first. You guys love it. They said, lose this lady's like, lose the positive segment. Just talk about yourselves. I'm like, that's kind of weird for an hour, but okay. All right. Okay, you guys, Ariana's 19th birthday. Straight A student. Do you know that Ariana, since she started kindergarten, has whole, been on television?
0: Yeah, her whole school career.
1: K through 12, Ariana has been on television yep. and has maintained straight A's. She's had a B here and there. For the assholes that are going to say something.
0: <laughs> um, she's been above average. We'll oh, put it that way. She's way above average. Oh,
1: she's unbelievable. Yeah. Average is
0: C, right? They consider average. She
1: just got her report card from college. Straight A's. Straight A's. Yeah. Straight fucking A's. Virtually. Yeah. And Ariana's like a visual, like she, she needs to be in person and and she's really struggling Mm -hmm. with college, not being in person. And then she asked, she told me yesterday that she thinks her professor passed away because he hasn't responded to anybody's messages since last Tuesday.
0: Maybe he just went on vacation.
1: But You should probably tell people that. (laughs) But anyway, so Ariana got a brand new Honda Accord. When she turned 16. Well, she didn't get it. We, well, got, we, I guess got, we got it, it for, for our assistant, yeah. like a family yeah. assistant, Everybody's like whatever. Run around car. Everybody's kind of run around car. Brand new white Honda, leather seats, the whole nine yards. Really cute. I used to drive a Honda. I drove a couple Hondas in my lifetime. I don't know if you know this, but when I met Croy. He had a gold Honda. Yeah, which sure is did. the uh, like I don't even know why you would buy a gold that, Honda, but okay. That
0: just made you tingle. I know it did. Actually, it was like a turn off. It, but okay, it, it was a turn on, turn on. If say, it was on.
1: black or white, it would have been okay.
0: No, it was actually it was like this man. He knows what he's doing.
1: No, I thought he you had no clue what you were doing. Who would go to the lot and buy a gold Honda you got with a hell tan of a
0: deal on it? It was cloth it, it's seats. Not gold. It was like it, champagne. Okay, champagne. <laughs> with no. tan you guys champagne with tan seats so ugly and was so uh, economical and so easy to zip around atlanta doing all those charity things for the falcons it was just perfect i couldn't drive my oh, big truck
1: the fucking bitches melt i couldn't oh, make... doing all this charity thing for the falcons
0: <laughs> i couldn't get he my did. big truck everywhere so i i mean it was simple so ugly should have been like this guy the is only reason
1: why we got rid of this car is because my assistant slammed on her brakes
0: terrible you guys
1: shattered an entire gallon of milk
0: yeah. in the went back the, seat. Went to the floorboard. Went okay. to the floorboard. She tried to like take some paper towels and like soak it up. And she's like, oh, I got it, right? Maybe use like half a roll in of paper towels. In the dead of towels. summer in Atlanta. Yeah, maybe got like half of a, the paper towel rolls all soaked up. And I, and, and I asked her after this whole thing was done, I was like, you thought a half a roll of paper towels would soak up a gallon of milk. I said, you should have used up probably two rolls. Had you gotten it all up?
1: Wait, I got to keep going with this story. I'm sorry to get off track here. Yeah. It's not on my fucking paper. Yeah. Brielle yep. is driving the car. Mm-hmm. That and was... every day, mom, I can't t- I can't drive this car another day. I'm going to puke. <laughs> I'm going to vomit. It smells so bad. I'm like, Brielle, Knock you're not off. getting a Range Rover. <laughs> you're not getting a Range Rover. Get in the car and drive it. She would run all my errands, right? Because you know when you get first get your license, like you just want to drive everywhere. You don't give a shit where you're going. So, mom... It's terrible. I'm telling you guys, it's 100 degrees in Atlanta. It's two weeks into when my assistant spilled the milk.
0: Yeah, and, and we haven't smelled the car for some reason. I just I'm like Brielle, knock it off. You're like, like being you're being just so ridiculous. spoiled.
1: Like just drive the damn car. <laughs> Brielle pulls to the back of the like where our six car garage is basically underneath the portico where she doesn't really park the car. She parks it in front. She's like, I'm done. I'm done with this car. I can't breathe. I'm going to throw up.
0: Yeah, I'm not running your errand. I'm not I'm doing it. Not doing I quit.
1: It. I'm not doing anything. You smell the car. You drive the car.
0: I went out there and I got in the car. I'm like, bro, knock it off. I get like in the seat, yo, and <laughs> I, I can throw up right now thinking yeah, it. like literally was uh-huh. gagging. I said, Brio, what did you do to this car? She's like, I don't know. It's not me. I didn't do anything. And I'm like, there's, so I'm like, I said, there's a dead animal in here. There, There's like 30 dead animals in this sucker. There's like a whole rats took over. Like they, I don't know what's been going on in here. So I was like sniffing around, crawling all over the car. I'm like, I think it's down here. It might be up here in the ceiling. Is it in the engine? I finally kind of pinpoint the area and it's like coming from the back seat area
1: forgetting about the milk altogether right like, wh- like why would we be thinking about milk that was yeah. two weeks ago
0: no so i'm like wow so i start taking the car apart literally i got the front seat completely out i unplug it unbolt it take from the frame take it out i start peeling up the carpet and you guys there was there was curdled milk underneath and maggots right yeah oh yeah maggots thousands <laughs> of them thousands of maggots you underneath <laughs> Yep, and and still you could see the milk. It was like sloshing around Croy. in between the the foam and the carpet and the metal frame. It was so. I vacuumed. I cleaned. I I bleached. I, I felt f-
1: so bad for Brielle. Like, I felt terrible. We traded that car in on a Bentley. Yeah. And we, <laughs> We, we, and they we, fucking uh, paid us so well Croy so I said you know what Croy we're, I want I want a fucking Bentley I just decide one day I just want this Bentley and Croy's like whatever so we went up to the dealership or whatever and my guy there he's the best and, and I've bought a couple cars from him over the years and I said I want to trade in this Honda or whatever and I really didn't give a shit what he gave me and he gave <laughs> me like $4,000 over and I was like, sure, here it is. Yeah, it and, went
0: right to auction with 20 air fresheners in yeah,
1: it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, horrible, you guys. Oh, man. So if so, you have
0: a smelly car out there and you're listening to this, send us a note and we'll, yeah. we'll send you a sorry note. Yeah,
1: House of Kim at Kimzolsiak.com, you guys. <laughs> you can also call us at 323-213-8100. Okay, so we decide. It's time. My straight-A student, literally 13 years of television, sacrificed summers, sacrificed holidays, sacrificed a lot to be on television. I know it's a blessing as well, and she does too, but it's demanding when yep. you're a cheerleader, you're on the volleyball team, you're in gymnastics, you're on television, you're trying to keep your grades up. It's like having a job. Yeah, it really is. It, it is a job. It's a job. So I, I don't really know... We didn't get Ariana. Her graduation was weird because of COVID. It was. It was on television. Sad too. And she didn't even wake up to watch it. Yeah. I was I cried. She's I was like, irritated. this is just very terrible. Like twenty twenty is the dopest year to graduate. I always thought, like, oh my God, Ariana, twenty twenty, mm-hmm. like so amazing. Yeah. Who would have thought, you guys, honestly? So we didn't really get her a car then. And so because of COVID, I wanted to get Ariana a Range Rover sport. Brielle had one before, was really, really happy with it. I think it's a perfect car. It's safe. Uh, Brielle had that Jeep Wrangler that Croy did all up and everybody wanted to buy. When we posted that car, we had like 400 emails and people wanted to buy it and paid full price for this Jeep that Croy did up for Brielle. I just wanted those red little brakes yeah. red yeah tow hooks and some yeah i wanted everything red like with white and black bumper thing yeah, yeah just a little i just, just added the red. red but anyways i guess everybody liked my taste so we we order ariana a range rover and it's not going to get here like they say like for her birthday her 19th birthday it's not going to get here um because of covid the list is long like everything's been kind of delayed so what's why you're looking at the oh um Everything's been delayed. So I I kinda come I, I kinda realized like, okay, well, I guess we're not gonna get the Range Rover for her birthday. I mean it's not Nothing was coming in. Nothing was coming yeah. in. It's Everything not coming in. And was and if down. it did come in, it's being stolen in Atlanta anyway, so just yeah. forget it. Yeah. So for some somehow, some way in September, I've I've bought I've had thirteen Range Rovers in my lifetime. And so I have a good relationship with Range Rovers or one of my favorite cars. And um, they called me and said, "Hey, we have a white. I wanted white with white interior. Basically, we have a white on white. We have two coming in, uh, kind of around October 9th. What do you think?" And he they sent me pictures of it's an, like an autobiography edition or whatever for the
0: sport. Yeah, for the I don't sport. Know they call it the uh, e, e. Something. You guys, it's
1: TV. unbelievable. The yeah. seats have accents. It's like tan with black and like suede steering wheel like shit croy doesn't care about and i'm like i'll take it so you know what though i wasn't banking on it i wasn't banking on the car coming i wasn't banking on it arriving like COVID has, as you guys know fucked up a lot yeah so it's like september i don't know 30th and i'm not trying to harass my guy at the dealership but i'm like hey how we looking he's like on time I'm like, okay, buddy. They didn't take a deposit for me. They didn't like ask for, I mean, I guess they know I'm going to show up, right. right? So he calls. He's like, your car's here. I think we were at the casino or it something. Like, because I was so excited. And you guys, I walked into the dealership. First of all, Brielle's nosy ass had to come and Zach. They're so <laughs> nosy. And I don't trust Brielle without telling her sister. I don't trust Ariana without telling Brielle. So it's like, I try to keep it a secret, but Brielle knows this is huge. I didn't allow this to be posted on social media just out of, you know, like, I don't want it to come across as like boastful. I want Ariana to enjoy it. And so this is why you didn't see any of this. I go and I see the car and it is so much cuter than I ever anticipated. It is, if I had to build another one, it would be exactly this. It was perfect. Um, I felt very blessed, bought the car. The guy told me that five of those Five Range Rovers just got stolen. Out of the lot. And uh one of them was filled with Hermes bags and Louis Vuitton. I was like, well, where's that Range Rover? I'll buy that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Some guy dressed up as a mechanic.
1: A mechanic. Walked, walked in. into the Range Rover dealership. Yeah. Grabbed the car and just drove it out. And they did it. Drove it off yeah. the lot. Like genius. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know
0: about that, but. He got away with it. For uh, like eight hours. They got it again. They, they got it back.
1: Well, so the car stays there. I park it in my neighbor's my neighbor's garage i'm like hey jolene can i use your
0: garage yeah, we gotta hide it from her
1: we gotta hide it from her she's like yeah of course no problem so i parked it in her garage thankfully and i think the kids were over there and we couldn't let ariana pick them up because yep. we didn't want her to see it and uh-huh. think anything and yep. jolene's like hey i kind of like this range over here and we <laughs> did a test drive <laughs> yeah it was very fun it was very fun so i asked ariana on her actual birthday, I, I woke her up by playing Happy Birthday, Ariana. If you guys go to your phone um on Apple Music or whatever, you can find Happy Birthday, whoever. You can find KJ, you can find anything. I don't know if you can find Croy, but
0: Kim, Jeff, Jack. Yeah, you can so Betty, and there's different Bob. versions. There's
1: like um, yeah. reggae versions, there's all sorts of Hip fun hop. versions. Hip hop, yeah. yeah. So I do this for everybody's birthday. Uh, I play that in the morning. So anyway. I wake her up by putting that through the whole sound system, right? (laughs) And, um, oh, so mind you, we didn't, the car had two miles on it. Let me tell you how extra Croy is. Yeah. The car has two miles on it. Mom extra? Yeah.
0: Oh, thanks. Uh, Yeah. That's a a compliment. I'll take that. Just
1: wait. Just wait, you guys. The car has two miles on it. And we like that number. We like the number two. Yeah. So the car is in Buckhead. We have to get it to Buford, which is a good 50 minutes, Mm
0: -hmm. hour drive. Good 38, 40 miles.
1: Yeah, drive to get the windows tinted. We have one guy we use. He's the best. He's been doing all of our cars for many years. And you can really fuck up window tinting. So we got to get it to Buford. And then we got to get it from Buford to our neighborhood, which is another 40 miles or whatever. So my husband pays a fucking tow truck (laughs) to pick the car up at the dealership and tow truck the damn thing. Brandon, my old assistant, Brandon, uh, arranged this whole thing. Yeah. I mean, Brandon, he, he's...
0: Stick it on a flatbed and they just drove it all around I Atlanta. I fucking
1: miss Brandon. <laughs> yep, got it on a flatbed, drove it up there, got it tinted, flatbeded the thing to Jolene. Jolene's like, there's a tow truck in the driveway. I'm like, just open the fucking garage. Okay, just open the garage. Long story short, it's Saturday morning. I send Ariana to do something. I don't remember what it was. I am standing behind the garage... Like, we have a four-car garage that faces a two-car garage, if that makes any sense. Yep. You have to come underneath our portico and, like... It's
0: tucked away, little parking area. It's tucked
1: away, area. little parking area. So, we have a kind of parked kitty corner mm-hmm. with a big red bow on it. But, like, Ariana, they don't pay attention. They walk so many times from the portico to the front driveway, and, like, they don't look they're anywhere else. Phone, like, yeah, they're, they're busy. they giggling,
0: laughing.
1: They went to pick up the, her own cake with her boyfriend. And I didn't tell her boyfriend, because I know he couldn't keep his damn mouth shut either. So, long story short, she comes around the corner she looks and she's like, wait for me. And she loses her fuck. She loses her mind. She's crying. I'm crying. My kid's trainer, Charles is behind us. And I'm like, Charles, come on, come on, come on. We're doing a surprise. Get behind me. Get behind me. And he's like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) Like, I'm like, Charles, come on, come on. I'm crying. Brielle's crying. It was so incredible. She was so excited. We all got in the car, as many of us that could fit. We drove around the neighborhood. She was crying. I can't believe this is mine. Like, oh, my God, I'm so grateful. She so deserved it. It's the best feeling. We felt super, super blessed. I felt really weird about the car, though. Like, I just got, I was, like, anxious. Like, I'm very intuitive, in case you are just now joining us. And I knew something weird was going to happen. You couldn't even guess this if you tried. It's, I don't know, less than 24 hours later. And
0: my phone rings. So she, she gets through the day. She drives it around. around she takes it. her friends
1: to dinner. Yep. She's like screaming, calling me every five minutes. I can't believe this is mine. I can't believe crying. Her makeup streaming down her face for her birthday dinner. <laughs> I can't believe this is mine. Oh my God, I can't believe this is mine. And so she's a mess. Yeah. Next day. Sunday morning, she leaves to go get a coffee at Starbucks. Comes back on her way back. She's like, Mom. And I knew, I knew, I knew something was off when she, when I saw her name on my phone. Yeah. Mom, a garbage can was in the road and I hit it and my mirror's hanging. (laughs) Excuse me, Ariana. What do you mean a garbage can was in the road? Mom, it wasn't there. Like, And Cory's like, were you on your phone? Were you? She's like, I'm, I'm... She couldn't even breathe. I'm so upset. And I was like, Ariana, just get home. She was in our neighborhood, okay?
0: Still in our neighborhood.
1: Still in our neighborhood. When I tell you she pulls in and the mirror is hanging... I'm not lying. I said,
0: I said, are you sure it was a mailbox or it wasn't a... Or a, a person? A, a mailbox? No, it was a garbage can. I said, are you sure it wasn't like a, a mailbox stuck in the ground? Mm-hmm. Like it was hanging. It, it, it hit the glass. I mean, you could see where it had like slammed up against the window. Like she hit it hard.
1: $3,000 hard. Yeah. You know what's fucking shady is that she went to a bunch of different dealerships because Ariana's a penny pincher, which I love about her. Yeah. Classic collision, which they've repaired many of my cars in my lifetime. It was a very reasonable price. She went to some Range Rover dealerships. One Range Rover dealership quoted her like $1,500 more than the other. Anyways, it was like a $3,000 job. She had to wait for the mirror to come in. They had to redo the whole motor of the mirror because she broke the motor. I was just, I said, You're paying for it. Like you are paying for your mistake. Yeah. And she she did.
0: God bless her. She's. But, you know, I, I think everybody can relate to this. When you get a new car, that first little ding, you know scratch dent it's just it's kind of almost inevitable like i I feel like 80 percent of people it happens every time i know like it's because it's so brand new it's so clean and slick looking and it's just like the deer hit
1: brielle when she got her range rover she's like mom the deer just hit me and my whole front end's messed up i said wait the deer hit you yeah the deer just hit me brielle the you fucking hit the deer like come on no welcome to 19 sweetie Okay, you guys, let's jump to the twins the following month. I have a birthday. We have a birthday February. We have a birthday in two in May. We have one in August. We have one in September. We have one in October. We have two in November.
0: Two in September. We have one in January, including people just in and around our house. Who the fuck is two in September? Me and Zalma. Oh, our nanny. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Let's jump to the twins. It's their seventh birthday. We've never had a party. Never.
0: Yeah. No, not, not an official party. We've
1: never had, like, a, for the boys, we've only had one. No, we've had two. Yeah. Anyways, it's a lot, you guys, right? And, like, I think the more kids you have...
0: <laughs> we definitely celebrate their birthdays. Don't get us wrong. It's family. Oh, no, I'm it's out. Presents, I'm it's presents cake, in the cake, morning. We're going like, to we dinner. Have, yeah,
1: we, we go all out. For the but twins' birthday... we've never birthday, done it with,
0: like, their a friends. A bunch
1: of people. And so, of course, this year I decide with COVID it's time. Yeah. <laughs> like like a dumbass.
0: It's time. Let's throw a party during
1: COVID. So, Jolene, she's my neighbor... I love her. She's one of the only people I love in my neighborhood that I know and hang out with. So she has three kids. Yeah. So I invite her to, and then Dr. Scott Dixon, my dry needler, physical therapist, he has twin daughters. You guys might've seen them on my Instagram. They're super cute. And that was it. So this company, and I can't remember the name of them. Um, they were so sweet to whip together this really cute sleeping bag, sleepover. They did the girl's hair. They put glitter. They put makeup on. They did nails. They all had customized pajamas. Of course, including my, my boys and my, you know, all three of my boys. Cash had just had surgery like three days before. Mm -hmm. So it was a little rough for Cash, but he hung in there. It was fun. They stayed up so late. KJ even got to the point where he was reading them a book.
0: He's like, dude, we we got to go to bed. Everybody lay down. Yeah, like go to bed. Nine years old, he's telling everybody, go to, to lay bed. Down. We're yep. going to bed. Yep. This this party's over. Yeah.
1: <laughs> KJ reads, not working, Croy steps in and reads them a book for like, Jolene's kids were out.
0: So here's my question, right? At a birthday party, at what level can you, not discipline, but kind of be, I guess, strict with with a kid that's not yours like can you say hey look it's bedtime dude lay down or do you have to like come on we need to go to bed like do you have to be sweet about it like at where where do you guys draw the line being stern with a kid that's not yours because you don't want them to be like he was mean to me you know and like what'd you do to my kid and have all this big old trauma drama thing you know and like but you also too like Dude, it's time to go to bed. Like, I right. need to go to bed.
1: Our kids are on very tight schedules or, yeah. or like they go to bed at you know the 8 same o'clock. schedule every day. Every day. They get up every morning at the same time. They have a very strict routine. Having a baby in 11, 1 and 12, and, and 2 and 13, uh, you have to have a very tight schedule. And it's been that way from the jump. It has to be. So, Jolene's kids were out cold. I think the twins were up a little bit later. Misbehaving, yeah. Corey read them a book. Almost about, an hour. How about
0: I read them three books?
1: Almost an hour. It's 1230. I'm like, I'm going to bed. I'm sorry. Good night. <laughs> Thank you for being down of the year. You're the best. Good night.
0: <laughs> I said, what do you want me to do? They're going to wake up. if, Or they're going to come try to find us because they're, like, they're, they're going to be scared. We
1: slept on the couch because we had them in the whole living room area. And so we had them. And they had their own customized, like I said, sleeping bags and pillows and all this fun stuff. And so we stayed on the couch right by them so that if they got up, we were there. Yeah. It's not happening ever again. No.
0: It was a fun experience, but... I would really love to know. Text us, call in, send us an email. You're curious as shit. I really am. Like, how do you handle, how do you handle that situation? I want to (laughs) know. I would have been like, good night. Turn the lights off. Good night, sweetie. (laughs) I did. I turned them off. They were the ones turning them on. They had these little like. uh, Lanterns. Yeah, lanterns they could open up. And so all you would see is click, 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 click. (laughs) I'm telling you, lights on, lights off. Good night, crow.
1: You're doing great, sweetie. You're doing great. Like never again, okay. Oh, man, So was the a twins lot. had a great time. The next morning they're up at five thirty. Okay, went to bed at twelve thirty, got up at five thirty. I said, "Croy, I'm for real done. Like this is just crazy." And uh, one of them, she's so cute, so feisty. She's like, um, "Miss Kim," and I was like, "Yes." She's like, "I'll, I'll take um, fruity pebbles." I said oh okay so I go into the pantry and I'm looking around and we have 90 boxes of cereal and no fruity pebbles I was like oh I'm sorry sweetie we don't have any she's like why don't you look right there and she points to like <laughs> the shelf above we have so many boxes of cereal that it's now on top of that and I said oh okay so I poured in him the, in the paper bowl and she's like and no milk I said, okay, sweetie. And she's just shoveling dry cereal into her mouth. And I was like, whatever works, man.
0: She knows what she wants. Yeah. You know, know, girl
1: after my own heart. Don't eat something you don't like. Yeah. Okay. Let's jump into cash. As you know, um, in 2017, he was bit by our dog, uh, sin. And when he was bit, his face was broken. He was bit, not attacked. I'm going to make that clear. It was one bite. It wasn't like an attack or anything like that. It was one bite. His face was that bone. His cheekbone, I guess, was broken.
0: Yeah, the orbital uh, orbital bone, yeah. bone.
1: Bone. Mm-hmm. There you go. The swelling was so severe by the time he ended up in the OR. We knew Dr. Joseph Williams the best. And the eye doctor said that more than likely in the future, we may have to like shave that bone down. It, we put it back together. We did the best we could. And... We can revisit this in the future.
0: Once everything calms down and and settles down, we can see uh, and make sure that things are are put back together uh, perfectly, 99.9% perfect.
1: So cash healed. Time went on. We all healed, we thought. And I went to Dr. Joseph Williams back in... uh, He's the chief of plastic surgery at the Scottish Rite. CHOA, yeah. And CHOA, basically here, I think, in Atlanta Mm -hmm, in general. He's one of the top pediatric plastic surgeons it's funny brielle's friend does plates for like people's mouths like jaw people that break their jaws and all that good stuff and when he was yeah when he was at a wedding with brielle like shortly after three days after cash's surgery he's like i hope to god he went to joseph williams or the guy that did kaya's lip when she slipped on Mm -hmm. the step there yeah both of them i can't think of his name right
0: now i think he's an intern Uh, he's done now no
1: he was an intern yeah Yeah. he's amazing he came in and saw us as well but anyways we're very blessed what do you think i think the bone is a little bit raised i think he has some scar tissue around the inner corner of his eye which would prevent the white part of his eye like showing as much as it should
0: um they didn't look even
1: yeah they didn't look even and you know he said you know what kim i always say to my doctors like if this was your son what would you do and he said "I, i think i would do it that's all he had to say i said done So I think we, we talked about, okay, let's go. Maybe we didn't want to do it in the summer because you can't swim for six weeks because of stitches and all that good stuff. So I knew I didn't want to do that. So I was trying to figure out, should we knock it out in March? And I think that was kind of our plan. We were going to do it in March. Obviously with COVID that halted everything. So they called me in September and said, Hey, we're back. We're able to do surgeries. You know, what do you think? But Cash had to be out of school for two weeks with all this kind of reconstructive work. Yeah. And they're,
0: they're shaving the face bone. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's intense. It's
1: they're going through the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're re like reconstructing basically the corner of his eye and all that scar tissue, mm-hmm. fixing the lip um, and some like tissue that's excess tissue that's there and making it more even. It's a lot. It wasn't just a minor procedure. Yeah. I said, you know what? Let me figure this out with his teacher. He's going to miss two weeks. I was, I'm fine with the two weeks. Like cash is in third grade. Cory's not fine with the two weeks. Like I'm fine. Like they're in they're in school. Like they have their whole life to be in school. Like well,
0: it right now is crucial, in my opinion, because it's the foundation of their learning platform. <sighs> I know. You say, well, let's take them off for ice cream and cheeseburgers. No, and-
1: like, I feel like maybe kidding. sometimes we should let them, well, not now, but we should, like, I used to take the girls, like, hey, you guys, guess what? They would get up for school. The alarm would go off. I'm like, we're not going to school today. We're going to the movies. I hate the fucking movies, but I would take them to the movies. Like, I think that you should. I, that's really cute. Like, and I it just, is sweet, but. They'll never forget it. Like, yeah. they have a million days
0: of school. Yeah. You're right. You're so right. As long as we're not, you know, missing something um, Croix, important. Croix, I know. I'm just like I appreciate it. Mr. Boring and rigid
1: no, no, you're not boring and rigid. You're just very... There's like, you know, why are they eating a cookie? Oh, because it's yeah. a cookie. Like, who cares? It's, like it's a lot of sugar. Well, when
0: it's the fourth cookie... That's like,
1: a problem, too. Yeah. Anyways, okay. So I say, listen, let's do it right before Thanksgiving, basically, and give him like that week. He has that week off at of Thanksgiving, so let's do it then. Okay, we're all prepared. We all know what's going to happen. I don't really tell cat Now, Cash himself has asked me many times, when am I having my surgery, mom? When am I he would look in the mirror, when am I having my surgery, mom? Cash is a Leo. He's very cute. He's very into his hair. He's very he has great taste in clothes. Um he just has great taste in general. Yeah. And he's and he's a little vain. I don't know where he gets it from, but he's vain. Maybe his daddy. Um
0: yep, right here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I said finally I think it was like November 19th. I don't remember the day exactly. I don't want to ever remember the day. And so every day he's like, Mom, ten more days, seven more days, six more days, he was five more days. To like it. he was really into yeah. it. Yeah. And so, and he loves Dr. Williams and he trusts him, which is like an amazing feeling for your child to like trust their doctor. And and we do too. It's really weird. We show up at the hospital that morning. Uh only one parent could go back. So both parents were allowed in to like the pre op room where they do like the vitals and they get everything going. Cash has a little bit of asthma, they gave him a breathing treatment real quick just to make sure he was good. And then only one parent can go back while they put him to sleep. Well, I don't want to fucking see that anyway. I'm not interested. I don't wanna see that. So I am taken to like
0: um not a uh, like a waiting room. Like a waiting room, like where he'll
1: recover, where he'll be discharged and recovered. Yeah. Here's the twist, you guys. I, when Cash was bit the first time in 2017, I had to do Watch What Happens Live, and I was on, I was supposed to be on the next flight, so Cash was bit, like, on a Saturday evening, and I was taking a very early flight out to go to New York City to do Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. This time, Cash was having surgery, and I had to be home by 4 o'clock to get my makeup and hair done, and, like, rush to be on a um, pre-tape with Andy Cohen. Yeah. So it was very, very difficult for me. Triggering, almost, it was very you know? like triggering. Yeah. yeah. So too,
0: too coincidental, too yeah. like same it was situation. Too much. It was. It was definitely too like, much eerie. Uh uh-uh. no. Yeah. So it started the whole thing. I Croy
1: think Croy goes back with him. He goes to sleep, which makes my stomach hurt thinking about it. And then we're in the waiting room, and um, which is
0: you know I don't know if you've, anybody's ever experienced that, but it's it's not. Uh, it's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. It's it's really kind of like um, it's you can't really wish, describe it. You, wait, you really, putting him to
1: sleep. I want to yeah. go to sleep right now. Put no, me to sleep.
0: You know, watching. It's like watching. It's like no. watching something leave your child. It really. It's, it's kind of creepy. It's no, it's, it's like that. that's a good. That's a good. It's like really creepy. And he he was holding my hand, and they now
1: listen. Let me go back to this one one thing right here. When Cash had when Cash was bit by the dog the doctors came in and said basically like you guys this is major he's he's going to surgery like now and i could barely breathe hyperventilating it was absolutely traumatizing croy i i would have to leave the room i never saw my son um until about an hour after he was put back together and that took me an hour to remove this tissue that i was like Croy, you have to keep that there like i emotionally can't handle it well they said we're going to take him through these double doors, and he's going to go back into the OR. I'm fine, like, mentally. Like, I am not. I don't even know if I'm not listening. I don't, I'm just so fucked up and so upset and so in shock that I, I can barely, like, process what they're saying. As they're taking Cash back on this bed, Croy's yelling, Cash, I'm right here. I'm right here. I don't want to cry. No. <laughs> You know, Cash, I'm right here. Daddy's right here. And the nurses are crying. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, well, like, because
0: they, they wouldn't let me go
1: back. They wouldn't to let him, him go back. And, and in... Cash is like, Daddy, like yeah. scared, right? Like scared to death. Yeah. And so I will never forget that the rest of my life. Yeah. I wish I could. Um, And the nurses, are tears are streaming down their face. And I'm like, Jesus, like terrible. So... This time, the cool thing I thought was like, okay, cool. Like, Croy can go back there with him and, you know, he can, like, be with his dad. Because there's no way in hell that I could have done it. I don't want to see that. It freaks me out. I don't want to do it. Croy comes to the room. So what's weird is the doctor, I know I'm so mad I can't think of his name, Um, the plastic surgeon, Kai, had fallen on the step and, like, had a couple stitches, like, three stitches or something put in her lip. And it was, like, literally in her lip line. So the doctor that sewed her kind of back up came in and he's like, you know, um, how's Kaya? Basically, I'm like, she's great. You did such a great job. And like, we were just kind of talking a little bit. I'm waiting on Corey to come back. He shows up back in the room a few minutes later and we're waiting. I'm talking to my girlfriends. I'm on Instagram. I'm trying to like stay busy, but my stomach hurts. Like this brings back terrible memories, right? Yeah. The memories that I thought, I know I'll never forget, but memories that, I thought maybe I buried or whatever Get
0: handled or worked through and
1: there's no fucking working through anything like yeah. this. I don't think well, I realize. I think yeah. so cash gets wheeled into the room and I, I just can't handle it. Croy can't really handle it. It's a, it's not good. Like he's asleep. like kind of coming out of the yeah, anesthesia. He's, he's, you know,
0: not with it yet.
1: Yeah. And so Croy and I just lose it. Like bad memories man like really bad memories um and then cash kind of wakes up and cash is big cash is 140 pounds okay he weighs as much as me I weigh a little more now assholes but anyway Mm -hmm. (laughs) my OBGYN appointment last (laughs) week I was like can I can I can I put my wig my sneakers and all my clothes on the scale court because I don't think I weigh this much but anyway um (laughs) So, cash kind of comes to or whatever, and his stomach hurts really bad. And I'm just like panicking. I'm like, nurse, nurse, I'm fanning him. I'm like opening the door. I'm making him smell alcohol wipes. Like, I can't, I just can't handle it. Mothers, you know what I'm saying? Like, your heart. I would trade places with him in a New York second. And so, I'm like, Corey, get him. Like, lift him up. Let him sit up. He wants to move, move his feet. Like, he's a big dude. Like, what am I going to do? You right. know? We get him situated. I have to go. I have to leave and get home. Because I have to do Andy Cohen. And like, I can't, I mean, I can't miss this. So I'm like, Corey, are you good? And my nanny, who's been with us for nine years, I'm like, Zalma, like, you know, I think she came with me, right? Yeah, she came with me, came yeah. home with me. Yeah. So Zach happened to be downtown. I said, Zach, come pick me up at the hospital right now. I got to get home. So Zach came and got me and brought me
0: home. Right before you left, though, we had given him some Zofran to handle some of the nausea. And he had fallen asleep. And, I, and it was great because he just needed to sleep it off, you yeah. know? So
1: he was, what I know about anesthesia is it's a pretty good indicator of how you'll behave in the future with alcohol. Oh, yeah. So like when I get out of how anesthesia, was you,
0: how was that with anesthesia? Was I around? Were you around?
1: Was I? Yeah, I was seven months pregnant with no, twins, and my hoo ha hurt yeah. so bad oh, I could really, Yeah, you were pissed I wouldn't stay the night. I'm like I can't. Oh, even of course. Where am no, I going to sleep with I woke twins? Up. You were kind of funny. Oh,
0: yeah. Like am nothing I funny happened. Drunk? I'm yeah, a funny he kind guy. of art. Yeah, a funny guy. yeah, but
1: you get a little carried away, Croy. Okay. Oh, okay. At times, my I'm, jokes are funny. No, they're funny. <laughs> um, my nose is running. <laughs> Anyways, so I do Andy Cohen. I don't. Obviously, I'm not saying anything. I've realized a long time ago to do things and share later, and so I get through Andy Cohen. I'm like really pressed. Cash gets home. He's on the couch. It's rough, man. It's just rough.
0: Yeah, he's uncomfortable. It's, it's just rough. Yeah, it's it
1: te- Zalma's it's crying. It's just.
0: He's got Terrible. bandages so, on his yeah, face. Yeah, he's like he wrapped looks, up. His whole head is wrapped yeah, up in tension. It's real similar to Yeah,
1: what happened the yeah, first time. Yeah. So we have to sleep on the couch. So we have like a let's like an L-shaped couch. And so we have to sleep with him because he can't like, same thing as the dog bite yeah. initially is that he couldn't, he, he was so young, he had that IV on a board in his arm so his hand wouldn't like move around too much and we had to hold his hand in his sleep and he'd get pissed off because he couldn't roll over and the same blanket he had then, he still has today. Yeah. And so I'd have to keep him up at night and whatever, it was rough. The next morning, he's just, I mean, it's terrible. It's, it's not good. I'm in tears. I cry the entire day. I I cry so much. I said to my assistant who's only been with us at this point a a month and a half, I'm sorry. Like I'm she's like, it's okay, it's your baby, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm really proud of you for doing this, you know, surgery. And she told me a personal story of somebody that she knows that didn't have this corrective surgery and really wishes that they did. And so that kind of comforted me a little bit. I ordered, I get online and I'm like a get well basket. I didn't give a shit. What it cost (laughs) What the hell was in it And I So Cash trying to
0: lift his spirits
1: Cash was gonna be able To play Fortnite at Christmas So this is like a month before And I had a couple gift cards That I had bought That I was gonna stick In their stockings Like surprise Cash You can play Fortnite And I go I said to my assistant Could you please go upstairs And grab One of the Fortnite cards Like I said Corey like Cash is crying. He's pissed off. Why did I have to do this? He's, he's not in a good place. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it brought him back too, I think, real quick. Well, when
1: too. we woke up, what I feel to mention, and we'll go back, is when we, he woke up, there was quite a bit of blood on all of the wrappings and the gauze. So we had to go to the plastic surgeon that morning, back to the plastic surgeon just to make sure everything was okay. It was okay. Only one parent's allowed in. Who's going to go? Croy. Kim can't handle it. I'm a nurse. Worked as one for many years. Could deal with anybody else's bloods, but probably my husband and definitely my children. So Corey goes inside. I'm in the car. Now, Corey's not big on like answering the phone. Like he just like doesn't know where his phone is. It doesn't <laughs> fucking, it's not on. Like it drives me up a wall. Yeah. So he doesn't FaceTime me. I'm like FaceTime me when the doctor comes in. I want to know if everything's okay. Doesn't FaceTime me. I don't hear shit. I see them walking towards me or whatever. So I'm like, uh, like eager. Like everything okay? Like, and he's like, yeah, everything's okay. So Cash goes to get in the backseat of our Escalade, right? So picture Croy opening the door. I'm like, I'm, I'm a fucking frazzled mess. I don't even want Cash in the car on the road. It's like having a newborn baby when you first have your baby. You don't, like, don't want him in the car. You think everybody's out to hit you kind of thing. Right. The same thing with Cash. And so I'm just sitting there like quietly, like my heart's racing. I'm ready to get home. And I turn around and Croy and Cash are crying together in the backseat tears streaming down their face. And I'm like, I, 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 I can't handle this. I text my spiritual counselor, like Angie, please, I can't handle this. Like, help me. Like, I can't handle this. And so I I, I jumped in the driver's seat. I said, I'm going I'm to fucking drive home. Like, I got this, like, let's, let's get the hell out of here. So that
0: crushed me. I don't know what, well, you know, he, he just, he, he saw himself, he hadn't really looked in the mirror. Uh, and, and they, they removed some of the bandages to take a look at things and, it just was hard for him. You know, he, he, I said, he why did so you insecure. let him look in the mirror?
1: And he's like, Kim, there was mirrors uh, yeah, everywhere. No like there was no, was,
0: I didn't have a, I didn't have an option. He just, it happened, you know? And, and he, he tried so hard when, it, when it initially happened, his, his eye was so swollen. That's uh, terrible. When, when it originally happened, he couldn't see out of it for weeks. Uh, when he, it first he,
1: happened he would it was a kind of a joke not a joke but he would open one corner yeah. of his eyes like dad I can see yeah, you and it yeah. was like he tried so hard yeah. to get his eye open it took yeah. it, seven it, weeks before his eye officially opened
0: yeah it, it, he was so scared that he he wasn't going to be able to see that eye again and I and I kept saying you know the doctors looked at it nothing's wrong with it you will be able to see I promise it now when he first had swollen. the surgery
1: and first got bit we didn't know if he'd ever see again
0: we, yeah we, we didn't for about about eight hours for that yeah. that whole day we thought he had lost an eye mm-hmm. uh, or had a been damaged to the point of of not being able to see, but so I think, and we
1: still weren't sure afterwards. We had a couple of weeks to where we would, if the bone, the, your eyeball floats in that orbital mm-hmm. bone, yeah, and so it could sink in, it could sink could fall, in, like it could, like, shift. It could it do was, a whole bunch of things. I've never prayed so hard in all my life. Yeah, uh, thank you, God.
0: Yep. In that moment, we we both. I mean, I just. I watched the the incident happen. You know, I, I was I was mm-hmm. I was right there on the scene. Within, I mean, I, I saw his face within ten seconds of it being uh, a bit. I, he was screaming. I've never heard a, a child uh, ever do anything like that. You know, and so I think right there in that moment, we were we were both just sad and afraid and over it. Over oh it. Uh, over it. You, know, over it. It's a you bo- get that waterfall of emotions that you that you that you had. Really worked hard to kind of move past, and and he was just he was just sad, you know, and and he was scared, and uh, I I don't know I've never felt I've never felt that kind of emotion from somebody else, even though part of it was my own emotion. I felt like I could I was so connected to him that I could feel what he was feeling, and it was like you know it's like it's like it's like scared innocent child fear, you know. I don't I don't know it's just. Horrible. I hope, And nobody ever has to experience that. It's, 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 it's horrible. terrible. It is terrible.
1: So back to the get well basket. <laughs> I yeah. order a fucking basket. We both needed that. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell was in it. Popcorn m M&M, I didn't give a shit.
0: Skittles, m So when,
1: when this first happened to Cash, uh, a lot of my friends, uh, Jeff Dollar, Sari, a lot of my friends uh, sent Spider-Man over here. And that really brightened his day, right? Well, Cash is a little old for that now and, and so the get well basket, right? It's on its way. This company here in Atlanta, it was so sweet. Like I, I basically rushed it, called them up. Please get it here. I need it today, like now. It was here within an hour and 30 minutes. So on top of that, I said to my assistant, can you go get this Fortnite card? Like I'm, I'm going to let Cash pay Fortnite. It's a month before Christmas. I have her put it in a stocking that um, gift wrap my face had personally made for each one of us. It had our name on it. And I put it in Cash's stocking. And so Nikki our assistant, put the card inside the stocking and rang the doorbell, left the stocking on the door. And I was like, gosh, I think somebody's here. And so he ran down there and it was a Fortnite card. And so he was like, dad, so you guys, I have these things for your face, where it's complete ice, like the whole thing is like a, a jelly ice mask yeah. for your whole face, not just your eyes, your whole fucking face. Well, it leaves
0: your eyes open. It leaves your, your eyes open, open and your nose and your, and mouth. your mouth, and <laughs> so it
1: straps velcro around your head. I don't even know why I have this thing. I haven't had a facelift yet. I'm gonna in the future. You have
0: every product ever made. Yeah, I just buy salesman. shit for
1: for any reason. So, so I so Cash gets upstairs and Croy's like, "We're ready to play Fortnite." Cash is over the moon. Okay. In the interim, I'm outside on my patio. My friend Gio, I think his name's training on Instagram. He's a huge trainer. He trains a lot of UFC fighters. We've been following each other for like five years. I was actually going to fly him out here for Croy during the football season to have him come out here for a couple weeks, get Croy really prepped for the season. Um, Really good dude. And, well, John Jones and his wife, we went to their fight. A couple years ago and then his wife and i started talking and john jones for cash's birthday sent him a video and cash loves UFC. loves ufc loves he it. loves john jones and conor mcgregor john jones sent him a video for his birthday mm-hmm. geo saw it and was like oh my god my best friend's manager for conor mcgregor i don't know why of course i fucking remember that right like who wouldn't i step outside one day, I'll play it for you guys. I step outside and I leave Geo this message on my patio by myself. I'm like, "Hey, Geo, it's Kim. I'm really embarrassed to ask you this question. I'm so and I start crying I, I fucking lose it I don't even know if he could understand me one day we'll have to bring him on here and see what he thought really about it but I said like my son's having a really hard time he just had major reconstructive surgery yesterday like we're all having a hard time this is not what I expected he loves Conor McGregor if there's any way your your friend could get a video from him that'd be really fucking amazing Gio writes back and says yeah of course no problem I'll do my best and I was like, geez. And I said, I'm so embarrassed that I'm crying. He's like, don't even worry about it. I totally get it, right? And so that was that. I kind of like moved on from that. And he texted me back and said that he was basically like training super hard for his fight and all this good stuff. But he'd have it to me in, in you know, a little while. It wasn't going to be that day is my point. Long story short, I got a text message from Gio. And I knew when I opened the, the message, I knew when I saw his name on my screen that i had something in my i knew that he i knew what it was yeah i was sitting at the bar in my kitchen and i'm gonna play it for you guys and tracy was in front of me and i played it but like i list i was listening to it more so than watching it, and i just was bawling my eyes Tracy's like are you okay what's wrong what's wrong she started panicking i was like tracy i, I can't even breathe right now and this is conor mcgregor's message to cash Cash, what's up, my
0: man? The notorious Conor McGregor here. Uh, Just getting on to give you a shout-out. I heard you had a match with a dog, and you won. So congratulations on that victory. I plan on securing my own victory January twenty-third. I'm here now, isolated away, getting my walk in, taking inspiration from your victory, Cash, all right? Thank you so much, and congratulations on the win. My man, let's go, Cash.
1: Okay. Of course you're going to cry, right? Because not only was, like, Conor saying hi to cash, but he was like, was so inspirational. Like his message. Yeah. Was, is unbelievable to me, was unbelievable to me. I, before I told anyone in the house at that moment, I played it three times and was like, like, holy shit.
0: Yeah. I I don't even know what's really cool. And I think what separates again, people who kind of, uh, just are on another level of, of, of success and, and vibration success, yeah. and, and just, just awesomeness. They don't even necessarily know that they're doing it, but they just, they can connect in a way that, uh, is meaningful, you know, and, and he really connected in a way that was meaningful just because he knew the situation, uh, from a, from probably a quick yeah. conversation and knew what it would meant uh, or knew what that would mean to uh, an eight-year-old boy. It you know? changed
1: our. It changed cash. It yeah. changed me and Croy. It changed yeah. my entire household. Yeah. I think I said to Croy, I'm trying to get a video from Connor McGregor. I didn't really tell anybody because I don't want anybody to bank on shit and then it not happen. But I think at one point I did say, oh, I'm working on getting a video for cash or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So I went to Croy and I said, Croy, Connor left um, or, or sent me a message for cash. And of course I'm crying. And then I was like, cash, cash, come down. I wish I, I think I, no, Brielle, maybe she videotaped it. Maybe. I wish I videotaped it myself. I need to ask Brielle, but I played the video, and Cash's little face on one side is still a little swollen. Pretty swollen. So as he's smiling, it's like only showing half <laughs> his teeth on one side. Yeah. And and he was his eyes were as big as my ass, you guys. Yeah. Like, oh my God, this is unbelievable. Yeah, he's
0: like, This dude say my name. Like, what? He what ran up
1: to his nanny who. He loves to death yeah. and, and like I said, they've been together since yeah. he was two weeks old or whatever um, and told her all about, it. he was like over the moon. It's changed the entire energy indefinitely. I feel like from this situation, we just were like over the moon. I don't even know how to like thank Geo for that or even Connor in general. Like, you know, I'll do cameos for people like happy anniversaries or happy birthday or whatever. And I try to make them as meaningful as possible. And I'm not even on Connor's level. And I feel like just to take the time to change the life of an eight-year-old boy who's been through some pretty serious shit. Just change my. I love Connor anyway. I love how arrogant Connor appears. It's
0: not arrogance though. It's it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's like confidence, like, maybe. Yeah, you want to say it's like it flirts with that line of confidence and arrogance. Sometimes he is. Sometimes he's confident. It's it's his it's his charisma. It's his confidence. I'm getting really his, pissed that he didn't win the fight just yeah, now, man. Like
1: I, I'm not affected by. Many things like I'm I'm always wa- like the UFC when we watched John Jones, I think he broke his leg that night yeah, or whatever. He his it knee. was pretty serious, or yeah. knee, mm-hmm. it was pretty serious, right? Mm-hmm. I had to turn away and not look, um, bothered me greatly. And uh, and then this Connor fight, like my heart hurt, like I think it probably hurt 10 times worse because of the video he sent to Cash mm-hmm. in my mind. I and Cash and KJ stayed up for it, and we all did, and we were like, I think we all. Connor, that message alone should just kind of show you like, it wasn't some bullshit. Like, hey, Cash, it's Connor McGregor just wishing you the best, man. That's it. It wasn't that. Mm-hmm. It was so much deeper than that. And the message Cash will carry with him for the rest of his life. Yeah. And I am forever thankful for you, Gio. His Instagram is geotraining. His name is Michael Giovanni Riviera. He's a beast and uh, just so sweet, so kind. So... We've had like so positive, like I am thankful every day for uh, so many things in my life every day. There's always something, like I said, to be thankful for, right? Even if you feel fat or you're in an argument with your partner or your kids, you got a call from your kids teacher, whatever the case may be, there's always something to be thankful for. I will forever be grateful for this message because... I saw a complete turnaround in my own son from a message from somebody that really... His dad's pretty dope, too, to him. So, like, if Corey tells him it's going to be okay, he's like, okay, it's going to be okay. Uh, I think his dad's his real star, followed by John Jones and Conor McGregor. But I...
0: I can't... I mean, Conor McGregor, that's that's another level to me.
1: Yeah, it's just
0: that's okay i mean I, I had heroes everybody has heroes everybody has heroes you know, yeah it's, it's i think okay. that um, we all serve a purpose in in each other's lives and
1: sometimes being in the public eye comes with uh, a lot it comes with a lot of stuff that uh bert uh who i never really explained who he was on uh on last week's episode yeah. bert he's in the hall of fame of radio uh, he's been on. I can tell you all the different radio stations because I listen to him every single morning for a gazillion years. I've been on his show uh, when Housewives started. I remember going in the studio, which no longer happens. Um, but Bert is like one of the top. I believe like I don't. You don't call him a DJ like no, radio, radio host. host. Yeah, yeah, morning radio host, morning radio, show host, whatever. Like top morning show. He's a beast, right? I said something to him when we switched platforms and and are back and and he's our not guide but like he he's i mean he's the
0: best he's kind of like a i guess you call him a coach yeah
1: like a coach. coach like, like he's a-, a radio host coach like yeah. he he helps us better our podcast right yep and i said to him a couple of weeks ago you know what bert like sometimes i don't share as much as i want to share with everyone because i feel like people slam the shit out of me meaning Okay, I post on my Instagram, Ariana got a brand new car, you guys. She's so excited. And then, of course, she hits a fucking garbage can. Right. Kaboom. which Kaboom, which I can't blame on because I didn't post. I think Brielle, I think they did on Close Friends, which Maybe. our close friends no, don't yeah. slam us. Sure. But that's just an example to give you guys what I mean when I say slam. And Bert's like, Kim, like you're, you're going to let the hundred people or whatever it is affect your millions of followers? Like, fuck no. And that's why I'm probably being so open on this podcast. It still makes me a little anxious. I still know that I have the power inside of my own body to keep my own family strong. I can't relate to people being envious and jealous. I want to see everyone grow, rise, live their dream, be their best. I genuinely want that for people, so I can't relate to people that don't. But because Bert said that to me, I never would have shared this story about cash um, and get so personal with you guys But I think this is what has made me so successful and my family so successful. I've never, I I did start to divert, I think, from that on the podcast because it got so crazy. It got so nuts with haters and like their obsession with our family that that also kind of stopped me from sharing things. But I'm not fucking doing that anymore because I have millions of amazing followers compared to the idiots. So thank you, Bert, for,
0: I guess, Bringing that picture to focus.
1: Yeah, to focus because I was really shut down from sharing and I hate that. Like we all go through shit. Nobody's life is perfect. This is a really big story for my family that I'll tell you not only affected Croy and I, but KJ never once in the 10 to 14 days after Cash's surgery ever asked to play Fortnite.
0: No, he t- he took over KJ's Xbox and was he took over KJ's
1: yeah. Xbox and KJ never once asked to play. Yeah. And Croy overheard. So so I didn't. I left this out and I forgot. So the day that I ordered the get well basket, gave him the Fortnite card. Charles, it's their boxing instructor um, that comes, his, their trainer, and um, he comes to the door and I look at him. He's got to think I'm fucking nuts. <laughs> I said, Charles. Could you please tell Cash, like, he looks okay. Like, I'm crying my eyes. He's like, yeah, Kim, of course. Like, the nicest guy ever. He's here three days a week. He trains all the littles. He puts up with their shit. He makes them work hard. Like, he's a beast. He's trained and boxed with some of the biggest celebrities. Like, he's the best. I still wonder what he thinks about me that day but I'm like please could you just like tell Cash like you're kick-ass like you look good man everything's gonna be okay he's like you got it he went upstairs and was like my man like Cash what's up like you look great man what's up like oh you're playing Fortnite like I don't know we just have the best it really we have the best people around us like literally have the best people around us Mm. I'm, I'm crying my assistant's like so for Salty K and I'm crying. She's like, just never mind. Don't worry about it. We can do this next week. Not a problem. (laughs) Uh, Total disaster. But anyways, so I'm I'm begging Charles. I'm crying. I'm walking Charles from the front door basically to where, because usually he goes down to the gym with the boys. So I'm like walking him kind of upstairs crying my eyes out. And these guys got to be like, what the fuck? And I kind of get him up the stairs or whatever. So I leave and I'm back in my office crying, like just bawling my eyes out. And Croy hears this. I wasn't around for this. I was in my office crying. And Croy overheard K J say I don't I don't remember exactly how he said it or yeah, he or, just was
0: like, you know, he, he was he says, you know, Charles, it's been it's been hard for uh Cash and and uh you know it's we're all gonna get through it though.
1: It makes me very sad though that Cash is so sad. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah. And Croy was like, Man, that's tough. Yeah. So K- KJ was also there when uh Cash. Yeah, was he bit. was.
0: He, he witnessed it yep. and was right there. And and uh, I think I don't know if he'll ever forget that. I'll have to ask him when he's like 18, 19 years old if he can describe what he witnessed. Um I think
1: that we need like a PTSD coach to coach our entire family. Yeah, I mean I, I'll never forget the scream of Kim and I'll never forget KJ running into the bathroom and hiding under my clothes in my closet that were hanging yeah and he said sin 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 and I thought sin got hit by a car I'll never forget that as long as I live it haunts me to this day Croy just recently was like Kim yeah he's like can you come here and I was like Jesus fuck like what the fuck I flew off the table, and I went in there, and he just wanted me to like rehearse these lines with all these commercials he did today, and I was like, "Jesus fuck!" Like I was so pissed. Like that was one of the first times since that incident oh. that it kind of like triggered something inside of me. I feel like we got kind of off on a tangent. We but did. I think that you guys can.
0: I hope you can relate. Appreciate I hope you can pull something from that if you're going through a tough time. There is always a light at the end of the tunnel. We see our light much brighter than we did when we were going through it. It was, you know, it was tough. It really was, and I don't
1: know, think we'll ever get over it. I think we have the best plastic surgeon ever. He's seen Cash a few times, and I think I don't know. You know, I wonder like what a PTSD or like a, a therapist would help you get yeah. over. It. Is it the is it the feeling of the shock of the what triggers me is Croy saying Kim? I've never heard it quite that way ever in the ten years, eleven years we've been together. Um, do they help you get over that? Like what? I think I have a lot of PTSD from certain situations in sure. my life, like going through the windshield of a car and. Just whatever certain things, but I think this is probably holds the candle to you know for everything. I think it's definitely significant. So we'll have to find out in the future. Yeah, um, I think and visit it. Something to kind of let go because. I have researched things that kind of bog your body down over time. And PTSD is a big one it is. where you get back pain from it. Trauma creates back pain and, you know, shoulder pain and migraines and all these other things. So it's not just like having therapy to get through the actual situation and things that trigger you. It's things that affect your body physically until you're able to let them go. And so I think too, cash has no fear of animals. Thank God. Um, we, we, i think cash is a child you know yeah i think that cash is a child but i think it brought back memories for all of us it taught us yeah. it taught us that like yeah we're not okay <laughs> we're not okay with the situation like we're strong we're tough we're great we're well, united as a family as the beermans but
0: we're human i mean we're human yeah and sometimes we, we try to as people put on this tough armor and 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 be more than human we have to be superhuman especially for our kids right and and it's okay to to be human, feel that. Just work through it, and and don't push those emotions away. Just you have work to feel. If yeah, you, you do.
1: The greatest. So I have had so many DMs about this. The books that I was talking about on Audible are the the newest one is The Greatest Secret. The word awareness is used in that book one thousand million trillion times. If you're listening to it, it's it's like okay, I get it, right? Awareness, but a big thing is like processing your feelings i'm one to just like push them down and move on right but as you get older it gets harder i feel like to do that i've always been a little feisty but i feel no. like now <laughs> 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 i feel like it's that northern i think stuff i said to cory like we're no, feisty in the north blood. he's like i'm from the north that's just your and i was like montana and new york connecticut are not the same baby <laughs> but I think that I, I'm, like, mastered pushing those, those feelings down. But when it comes to my kids, it's something that, you, like, you have to cope with and deal with. I met a rheumatologist in L.A. when I was dealing with, like, why, why am I feeling all this way? Why am I so bad? And he's like, I think you need to, like, see my daughter. She's a PTSD specialist here in Los Angeles. Yeah. And I think that th- that would probably get rid of your migraines kind of thing. And it really made me think. And it still has me thinking. And that was back in probably December of 2019, So what I've realized too, you guys, we were hesitant on sharing this story publicly on Bravo. Bravo was super cooperative. Um, They didn't have a choice. I mean, we were in the hospital for five days, four nights, five days, major steroids, antibiotics, the whole nine yards. Corey and I, after much consideration, decided to share the story publicly because we have a dog that was heavily trained and this situation happened. A dog is a dog at the end of the day. Like if like your child climbing on the dog and pulling its tail, which cash was not doing, but I'm just saying like I'm thinking of toddlers example. and, you know, infants like crawling on the dog and pulling its tail. Like you want somebody to pull your hair like a dog is a dog no matter how big or how small. I've known of a chihuahua biting a two-year-old and biting a huge part of their face way worse than what Cash dealt with. Yeah. So a dog is a dog. Just keep that in the back of your mind. I don't care how great you think your dog is. We spend thousands of dollars a year to have our dogs heavily trained from the beginning, for when we got them. And this situation still happened. Yeah, I mean, you it, can never be too sure. Yeah, it's a dog. It's an animal. It's right. an animal.
0: Well, and compare it to a human. A human. Right? You right. could have you could have the most positive and happy person on a daily basis that you deal with at work, but some days they just have bad days, right? Mm-hmm. Like no, nobody's perfect. Nobody has great days one hundred percent of the time. Your dog can be the laziest, happiest, waggots tail dog. But if its stomach hurt, if it has a hangnail, if it's got a a, a, a headache, whatever, it's going to be we irritated. Didn't, I mean, you probably knew this, right? But- what you're saying like I, I i really didn't think of it like that i mean yes common sense kind of thinks like that but you still expect the dog to no matter what they feel they just have to behave right they like have we to be all, a dog we all kind of i think we, we, we you we don't fucking behave right well just if we kidding. train the dog and it, it, it has its its cues and it's supposed to sit and stay in its area we we all kind of just like expect it to always be perfect like a stuffed animal right and they're not they have feelings they have irritations they have pains they have we didn't know all
1: of this we we <clears throat> dealt with some. of the biggest psychologists dog trainers they explained all of this to us yeah and we have changed a lot of things obviously you can tune into don't be tardy i guess three years ago or whatever and see the whole thing but um you know a dog's a dog an animal's an animal and they're unpredictable no matter what no matter how heavily trained they are no matter what a dog is a dog and that's that. I yeah, mean, so if
0: you commit to having one, which is fantastic, they are, they are great tools to help your kids understand compassion and, and responsibility and all those things. But you just need to be aware. You need to be aware of the animal at all times, how it's feeling, how it's reacting, how it's behaving, because it may not feel good that day. And you should give it its space and, and give it. Our some sin, time.
1: For example, was by our back door and we have a film crew of, you know, 20 people coming in and out all day long. That's a lot of stress for an mm-hmm. animal to have all these people kind of in and out, in and out. And his crate was right there. I never thought of that. I right. never, looked at it that way I never thought of it that way everybody like loved Sin and loved everybody it wasn't like I mean yeah, yeah. okay you guys so real quick I want to touch base on Croy not getting off his ass and um, <laughs> I still can't believe you're blaming me uh, I guess it's not totally his fault all right tune in next week we've gone off on this tangent about Cash the love of my life my baby of course and I don't know. I just felt like all of this stuff was so important to share. So I will touch base next week. And I'm really hoping between now and next week, Corey gets off his ass.
0: Um, we'll find out at this point. I'm going to say no. Cause I didn't know it was my fault. You know
1: what I think bothers guys? If I just call like a handyman, do you want me to call him? Handy- sure.
0: Great. Oh, okay. Hope he's got his shirt off too. And he's sweating and glistening. <laughs> You're so skid him over. here. I highly
1: doubt he's going to look like you buddy, but Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you guys, thanks so much for tuning into this episode of House of Kim, where there's going to be some bonus segments. Don't forget to check them out. It's fan interaction. Thanks for listening to The House of Kim with Kim Zolsiak Bierman. Catch new episodes weekly at pioneerpodcasting.com and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Love the show? Don't forget to leave a rating and review.